any of my intro? Do you want my computer? No, Okay. Okay. Hello, everyone. Here we are with Off the Wall Graffiti, immersed in art. Okay, this is Immersed in Art, Off the Wall Graffiti, and this is a special edition podcast. We are here with Edgar Jimenez. He is a senior at Boyle Heights High School. Um, full disclosure, he has, uh, as part of his graduation requirements, he has to do a podcast, and we said yes. The topic is um, COVID-19 and also um, the, the protests and his take on those through uh, a couple of his different classes. I believe there's math involved. And um, so we are here as a audience to listen to what he has to say. I'll be in conversation. And we have a couple of people in the room and we will just be of service to you. Edgar, take the floor. What do you think about this crazy isolation we've been in? Um, for starters, um, the whole quarantine thing really kind of took a toll on like my life. Um, it went from literally going to school every single day, every morning, and getting up at like six in the morning. And now it's like getting up at like nine or 10 and not knowing what to do in literally my room. So it's kind <laughs> of being being the way it is right now with like just quarantine itself yeah um i want to start so your off routine like your whole like life routine yeah shifted. It, yeah it shifted completely because i mean at first i was like you know this isn't gonna really happen i mean it's gonna be just like ebola and it's gonna like you know fade away somehow and like we're gonna be back to normal but i mean look at us now i mean we're literally every single time that you go out you see people in masks and like it's kind of weird but i mean that's kind of like our new normal right now right yeah so i mean but right now i feel like quarantine has been boring it has taken i feel like my freedom in some way yeah but yeah i mean knowing what i've been researching i feel like what's happening as of like corona and like let's put in the protesting right now okay and, yeah um <laughs> people have been out and about and like have actually created i think more than 14 percent of an increase in cases in the last 24 hours and which is Did, crazy where are you getting that um New sources, uh, ABC, Twitter, um, not uh, like You're just talking not, about Twitter, huh? Yeah, there's That's a cool. lot. There's a lot of information when it comes to like coronavirus, like updates. Um, I get them from uh, um, a app called uh, Citizens App, and they give me like uh, when when it comes to like coronavirus uh, updates, they give me the daily like new cases of coronavirus and the daily like deaths tolls of like coronaviruses so it's like i am on top of it but ever since this protest started um it kind of like shifted from looking into coronavirus updates to now 
what protests are happening in LA, what protests are happening in different cities, states and stuff. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, for me right now, it's shifting from having to talk about Corona and figuring out how I can live a life in Corona, I guess, in this whole pandemic Mm -hmm. to now looking at it as in, can I go outside without either getting robbed? Because I live in South LA, so it's really like tough living out here and like being okay with what's happening because I mean, let's talk about the Rodney King uh, riots. Those were crazy like days back then. Right. And thinking about it now, it's like those kind of protests are, are coming back into 2020 and it's, you know, unsafe for me and I kind of feel like in a way that I need to literally stay at home 24-7 now. That's that's how it occurs for you yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. I mean, on top of having to know that a lot of people are contracting corona to now having to worry about protesters and looters and all these other like people vandalizing uh, local businesses. Um, and yeah, I mean, I have literally a liquor store like down the block um, that got vandalized like a couple of days ago. Right. Um, and then on the side of the coronavirus, I my mom, uh, she always used to um, get like different, uh, I guess, groceries from a market, like literally on the opposite side of my uh, neighborhood. And she had told me, I think it was like about two weeks ago that one of the people that worked there, like the clerks, had passed away from corona and it's like it's like it's crazy because it really didn't hit me until when my mom told me that you know one of the employees there literally died from corona and it's crazy right like live actually like it's one thing to read about it and on twitter and see things but to have it be close to home and to have like the liquor store be close to home and all of this and do you think um, do you think that being inside your bubble and taking in all this information um, is is contributing to some of that like isolationness also you know or like that fear like there are people who are going out doing protests and mm-hmm. um, and some people out you know walking and everything and what's the level of fear that you have? now versus percentage wise before like were you at zero percent fear before covid and um i would say okay when this whole thing started it didn't really hit me um we were like you mean the coronavirus yeah coronavirus um i was in one week into you know the quarantine thing in my room and i was like what am i supposed to do like do I right. stay here? What do like? What do I do? I don't. I don't have anything to do with that. Was your school in touch with you? Was Boyle Heights in touch and trying yeah, to get you there? Yeah, they were in touch with me. I was doing everything I had to do with like getting my credits and stuff. But the thing was, it was kind of weird because I was never in that situation. Like it's literally my first time ever being in the pandemic, and I feel like for right now, <laughs> like a lot of people are like saying like this is going to be on the books, like in history it's gonna go down in history and it's crazy but um my percentage when it came to my fear and my rating 
um in the beginning probably was like say 10 percent and like like normal was, everyday fear yeah, of living everything, like, it didn't it, it literally didn't hit me but as of recently with the protests with literally the news of my mom telling me that one of like the store clerks literally died from corona i feel like my my fear is like at an all-time high like i don't i don't want to get near to that you know market or like liquor store and stuff i don't want to you know go out as much it's just literally from home to my girlfriend's house and like you know us just you know being together and stuff but i mean compared to the beginning i felt like the beginning wasn't okay like i thought you know this is gonna blow over sooner or later it's not gonna be that serious but now that i think about it it's like it's hitting me and it's like you know if we don't buckle up and sit down and kind of reflect on what we're doing we won't ever get to have our normal lives again and this connects back this literally connects back to the protest a lot of like the interviews that i've seen on online and stuff um they have people like doing interviews with like um liquor stores uh local businesses uh companies and it's crazy because there was this one interview that i saw that um a guy had to lay off like i would say four people because of the pandemic and as of right now um this literally recently happened like a couple days back and he had said that um on top of him literally losing money from like the coronavirus and everything it kind of took a toll on him the protest i'm talking about the protest like took a toll he on was de- he was dealing with the coronavirus Corona, kind of then, a, like, right yeah and then just the the looting just like kind of like hit him like in the core and it's like what am i supposed to do now like how am i supposed to get my stuff back how am i so, supposed to like profit from this and it's like you know a lot of people are dealing with this yeah. and it's it's not until you yourself get to experience it um and that's when like you kind of get a reality check of what's really happening and i feel like i got that um the first time that my mom told me that the sword clerk uh had passed away from corona and now the protests are like it hit me uh i think two days ago where like I was going down, um, I think Figueroa, and I was going down um, a Staples Center, and literally there was a uh, National Guard just guarding the streets, and it's crazy because it's like I've never seen that in my life. Right. I can tell you that. I've None never of us have. Yeah. So it's I don't know what to say. I'm just speechless when it comes to seeing that in my city. Right. Um, yeah. What do you see? in for the future whether that be short term two weeks from now or long term maybe next year of school or just in general life how do you see that going for people in general or for me for you as well as any thoughts on the future i would say if people don't get a reality check if people don't sit down and reflect on what they're doing right now I'm talking about the protesters and people in general, like even Hispanics really don't care about what's happening. Like until they, you know, go through the same pain that people are going through where like they're losing, you know, I guess family members from Corona, you know? And it's like, 
that's when like I feel like they're gonna understand like okay this is a serious problem and we need to sit down and reflect on figuring out what we can do to better our our lifestyles and stuff and I feel like that is gonna go a long way if and when I feel like um you know the the people that are not uh obeying the law not you know doing the social distancing they kind of need to have a reality check and I feel like for the future for those people I feel like if they do you know um change it's gonna become a better situation for them but for those that don't I feel like it's gonna become worse uh things are gonna happen and it's gonna become a worse scenario for them but for for me I guess um my future I'm already set I'm gonna finish high school my plans are to um after this corona thing is over and we find a vaccine I am going to get a job uh do half time like I do like morning shifts and then you know college in the afternoon and stuff that's my plan for the future for me uh for others I feel like I can't you know speak you know upon them and speak for them because I feel like you know it's what they do is what they're gonna get you know I have a I have a question about them mm -hmm. so the them that we're talking about that needs to get the reality check right mm -hmm. that them and who you were before you got your reality check are you guys similar and now you're different because you had the reality check or were you different all along? Um, I would say when I got the reality check is when I changed. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Okay, great. So what I'm thinking about for the people who haven't had the reality check yet, what gave you the reality check was somebody died. Mm -hmm. And that was probably scary. Yeah, it was, yeah. And so what I'm hearing is that you're scared for the people who are going to be getting an, an inevitable reality check because they're not paying attention. Yeah, they're not taking it serious. Right. And and does it feel like like a whole lot of people are going to be freaking out because of it like you did or like what do you really like what what are you afraid of for them? For them I wouldn't, uh, I don't know how to put this because if you think about it, Corona isn't like gonna like um, warn you about, okay, I'm coming for you, you know? It's just an out of nowhere situation. It's like, it's gonna hit you and it, you, you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know what you're gonna do. And I feel like for them, it's gonna be like, okay, what am I supposed to do now with my life? Uh, and their emotions are literally going on the all time high freaking financial like situations are like either going up or going down with them and it's like you know problems are becoming relevant to their life and it's like a whole bunch of stress is gonna be coming to their life too and it's like that's when I feel like they're gonna know and they're gonna feel like okay this is real I need to buckle down and I need to take this serious. Do you think there's a timeline for when how like how long it'll take them? to to why is that okay um i would say like is that part of your anxiety about about it for them like if you don't do it now it's gonna spread and it might get you or like 
I'm curious. I um, wonder. For me, for me personally, that's why I don't hang out with friends. That's why I, I, I didn't cut them off. Just, I just stopped talking to them and talking about like, oh, let's go hang out, this and that, you know, because I don't know where they've been. I don't know with who they've fallen in, you know, contact with. So the only real person that I really do just talk to is my girlfriend. Like I just go to her and like we either hang out. She helps me with homework. She helps me with like, she was going to help me with this podcast. And, you know, for me, I don't, I don't think personally any of that's going to affect me unless I actually start to hang out with other people. But I feel like as of right now, it's going to just affect them. They're going to have that reality check. It's going to be on them. And it's not really gonna affect me, you know. Does that does it I wonder about what it feels like to have friends who aren't paying attention, you're paying attention, your your life is moving forward. Is there any kind of like almost certain feeling that you're gonna like pass them? Pass them in or the like, sense of or like that, that they're gonna end up not being your friends after this. Or like, is there any anything? Oh, actually, it did actually happen. Um, I had a best friend. Um, well, I would say she was my ex best friend, but um, I had a best friend during the time that we were in school, and um, during the time that we got out of school, like. I would say two months passed and we would text here and there. But ever since she decided to, I guess, I, I guess go MIA and like decide to like distance herself from people, we stopped talking. We don't talk at all. And it's like, I thought she was going to be like the person I would go to, to like kind of get that information or like to be like, okay, like, you know, once this whole thing is over, we can hang out or something or like, you know, I, I had full contact with her when it came to being in school, but when it came to this Corona thing and self-quarantine and all this, she ghosted me, you know? And I wonder I if like, she's going through her own anxiety about it. I mean, I talked to her here and there, but she just talks about how she's just stuck at home. So I feel like she's in the same situation that I am in. So, mm. I mean... Yeah. there's been situations where like people have gained anxiety and depression just being at home and having to be self-quarantined and you know good thing I'm not that I used to be that in middle school and it was just a whole mess but as of right now I feel like you know if anybody or any of my friends decide to leave I don't I don't mind it you know life's life you know it's hard sometimes so being a kid who's already figured out how to cope through or or look at your life in a way that sort of releases a level of depression or whatever you just said you had in middle school and, and stuff, what, because it's a podcast and all kinds of people are listening probably that have are going through different phases of wellness and, and all of that, do you... Do you have anything that you learned that you want to share? Like, like, or talking to your, you know, your middle school self in case there's, you know, younger people listening or. I would say 
um, a lot of a lot of kids, as of say thirteen-year-olds, um, fourteen-year-olds, they think that they don't have anybody in their life, or nobody's gonna really care about what they're going through. But my mindset before was exactly like how they, you know, their mindset is. Until high school is where like I decided, okay, I need to kind of ask for help, and I asked for help, and I got therapy. And I, I at first I didn't think, okay, therapy, like I don't think therapy is gonna really help. I mean, I'm talking to somebody, I can just talk to myself, and that'll be fine, you know. But therapy is a, it's one way to cope with depression. I feel like. Did you ask for that with? from um with i i actually asked uh one of my counselors my academic counselors um because i was yeah at school i was really i was doing bad at school in school and i just decided okay you know maybe the reason why i'm doing bad in school is because i was gaining anxiety and depression just being in school because a whole bunch of things were stacking up on me and i i didn't know what to do with my life uh, I was having personal problems and like family problems and stuff, and I didn't know what to do with my life. But you know, once I had that opportunity to have somebody to talk to and to have a therapist, I feel like that kind of changed my life. So I kind of give an advice of like, if you have an opportunity to get help, get it. Don't you know wait for the last minute or wait until you feel like you're gonna kill yourself to you know ask for help do it now and it'll go a long way uh during middle school and half of high school i thought that i was gonna end my life for a bit but honestly once i got therapy and once i started to gain i guess confidence in myself that's when like i decided okay you know it's it's worth it to try again so I feel like did, that is, did you get tools to kind of keep reminding you of that, or do you just go back to therapy? How do you um, how do you she, keep that muscle? So for the therapy, um, my therapist had asked me what is one main thing, or who is the one main person that um, can actually help you, or one thing that can that you can do, like meditation, for example, that helps people to kind of calm down and kind of, you know, come to sense with things. My kind of coping mechanism was music. That was one of my main things that I was like, okay, like that's going to be one of the main things that I can do to stop thinking or to over stop overthinking of situations. I decided to start listening to music. Um, I started to listen to this one artist that, um, he passed away two years ago and I felt like it was the end of the world for me when I heard that he passed away. So, I mean, for me, that one artist was the world to me, I can say. I mean, a lot of people probably hate him, but for me, you know, emotionally and the way that he kind of, you know, saw life, it helped me kind of see life in a different light. So I kind of thank that artist for giving me kind of like a second perspective in life and for that i'm actually gonna um on the 17th of this month i'm actually gonna get a tattoo uh, dedicated to him so who is it huh who is it i don't know if you know his name but it, his name's uh xxx tentacion 
Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I'm gonna get a tattoo uh, dedicated to him on the 17th because the 18th is actually his um, two-year anniversary of his death. Yeah. So I'm gonna get that. And Wonderful. Yeah. So you go to you go to music to deep breathe and to get out of your head and to center again. Yeah. And to like get back into that it's good to be here. <laughs> yeah, and I would say I would say um to get back into the topic of like COVID nineteen, um I feel like when it comes to people that are locked up, I wouldn't say like locked up in the sense of like prison and stuff, but like self-isolation, I feel like they should go to um, to what makes them more happy. I mean, there's people that love playing video games. There's people that love like listening to music. You know, there's a lot of things that people can do at home that can help them cope with what they're going through. I mean, not all people are going to be happy. Not all people are going to feel like oh you know it's all sunshines and butterflies and stuff so there's always one thing that can help people and i feel like you know my one thing that helped me was music yeah and, you yeah. know for the people i mean you know covid19 yeah it's a virus and stuff but i mean there's been situations where like people have killed themselves more because of suicide because of depression and stuff and i as like a killer, yeah, right? It's a killer. Right. It's more. It's more of a virus than Corona itself. You right. Know? So. So. Bring that to light. I'm gonna ask two questions in closing, um, because because there was something about math that you needed to talk about. Is there anything you need to you want to add, or have you kind of exhausted that? Topic? No. Um. I mean, I kind of said it in the beginning of this podcast um, that 14%, I think 14 or 4% um, of corona cases have increased uh, within the 24 hours. And a lot mm. of people, a lot of like news reporters are saying the reason why is because of the state by state um, protests that are happening. That a lot of people um, are, you know, trying to go on protests, go on strike and stuff like that for, you know, George Floyd or whatever. And they're not thinking about, okay, like, you know, I'm in a protest, I'm with thousands of people who here has, you know, COVID-19. Like right. they don't really think about that. That's why me, I, I want to be out there. Like, believe me, I do want to be out there. I want to be protesting. I want to, you know, have my voice heard. But at the same time, I'm, really scared of like coronavirus like it might not seem such a big deal to some people but honestly to me i'd rather be living than having to risk my life over there and you know have contracted something and then die especially like. when you've chosen to live like that that's a big yeah. deal yeah um destiny do you have anything to say about the those statistics or anything that can that shed any different light? Um, yeah, I haven't actually seen any statistics yet, so that's that's a new thing uh, to hear, actually. Um, I, I have been going to protests. I'll be going to my third protest tomorrow. Um, and I, I heavily considered 
um, the risk of coronavirus. Um, because uh, her, Mora's son and I have been locked up uh, or isolated for like, I have only seen him for like three months. Um, but sorry. Um, yeah, and, and he has asthma, so he's a risk, but um, yeah, I don't know. It, it is is scary, but I'm willing to put my abled body self at risk, you know, because I'm not seeing anyone else. But if I were seeing people, if I was living with a large family, you know, it's, it's there, it's not their decision, you know, like it's not my decision alone. So, you know, I think because I am not affecting so many people, it's easier for me to make that decision. But um, yeah, definitely it is a hard choice between this, this cause and this, this danger, you know. I have one thought and it's only, it's, it's, you know, it's sort of up there um, because people have already talked about like even preemptively that people are going to say, Oh, the, you know, virus spiked because of the protests. And then someone reminded me a little bit that it takes 14 days apparently for it to actually show up if you have it. And we haven't had 14 days yet. So maybe those numbers are coming in a little skewed or a little, you know, intentionally being said, who knows? We don't know. And that's the silly thing out there. We do know that Corona is real. We do know that it kills people. We do know that it's spreading and all that kind of stuff. And on top of that, you know, I mean, um, it takes a lot for it to actually get to, on you right yeah um i actually have an input on that because the same way that you say that you know you you know and you feel like corona is real um a lot of like the the family members that i have like they've had situations in where like um their aunts have had um you know like asthma like and it's kind of hard to like say okay you know like distinguish from the asthma problems to what corona is a lot of people and not even not, not excluding my family a lot of people are always saying like you know i go to the hospitals and all they're saying is that you know if you have corona like you know you don't need to be here and you're going to contract a lot of people and this and that right but then again when somebody gets sick and somebody goes to the hospital because they know their condition or they know what they're sick of. And they can't breathe. And they can't breathe. A lot of like hospitals are going to be like, oh, he has Corona. And it's like, it's not true until you get a test. And if it comes positive, then that's Corona. If not, then don't say it and don't put it on the books, you know? Like, I, th I feel like a lot of cases aren't real. But then again, I don't know the true story or the true like behind the scenes of coronavirus. So I don't know where like a lot of these cases are coming from because that's one of the main things that I'm always like kind of like thinking about like what where is this coming from? Where is the number of cases coming from? Who is putting these numbers out there, you know? And it's like is this really real? Is this just a hoax? Like, you know, I just don't know.
sometimes. Right. Yeah, so okay. I mean... Yeah, and I think it will come down... It Sometimes someone asks me, like, how's LA going to stop doing this aside from someone telling us we can now go out? And I said that I feel like people are just going to start following their own instinct or their own cautionary tale about I left the house one time or something like that. So, you know, it'll be probably a combination of that while, while we're still in the thick of it, you'll make some educated decisions and talk to people who you trust, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so now I'm going to get top line before we go and say what during the virus time, your quarantine time, are you most proud of yourself for doing? I I'm going to start. Um, <laughs> that I mean, good because that was to you. <laughs> I mean, the most <laughs> thing I would say I'm like really, really proud of is keeping a tunnel vision on doing my work. I wouldn't really have thought, okay, like, you know, I, at first I was like, uh, online classes, I don't know about that. You know, like, I don't know if I'm going to be focused on it because I was like really into like video games and like getting to wanting to be a photographer. Like I would always go out and like take pictures and like post them on Instagram and stuff like that. And I wouldn't really like, you know, put myself in where like, okay, I need to do my homework now, you know? But okay. with this whole pandemic and like me being quarantined, I feel like it's where like I need to do it. There's no other option. And I feel really proud of that because I, I've had tunnel vision this whole time when my own principal put me in, a, in two classes. I finished my first one and this art class is going to be my last one. So and, and what have you and you're you're proud of that 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 like you actually did the work is that what you mean? Yeah, I'm I'm proud of just me in general being able to do this and like actually going through with it because I I me myself I wouldn't have really thought of going. You wouldn't have banked on yourself. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it mimics. You know, it just mimics hard work. Mm -hmm. I I feel like myself before wouldn't do that and wouldn't have thought of doing online classes, but I'm kind of considering if, you know, I won't be able to do college full time because, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, personal problems happen and you need to like, you, you know, kind of support that support. No, like support personal personal financing and like helping say uh, helping my mom out and getting right. her out of that's what i meant like supporting that that other tug that yeah tug. yeah so it's like i'm kind of considering of if i can't do real college then i can do online classes i mean i've been doing this for say three four months and i'm into it <laughs> you're doing it yeah, I'm doing it. And we're you, on the we're we're zooming at ten thirty at night. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I would have never thought to be zooming with somebody at one in the morning to get to get credit, right? Yeah, exactly. 
and it's it's something amazing that I've never really really would have thought that I would have done. And Emily, well, and Destiny, you're in college still. Is this real life? Is this what college is like? I think yeah, honestly, because it's one thirty for me right now. You know, never stops. But that's a good thing. <laughs> right. And I thought nothing of calling her and saying, are you up? Are you ready to be working again? You know, you just, you find yourself, and she's not even in school right now, but she's in school mentality. And, and you know, productive is all get out. And, and so have you been, you know, and um, this, that's where I just think this whole virus thing has been so silver lining for some, for the people who are not affected by it and who are following the rules and are isolating and distancing and staying healthy as best they can. And, and all that, like you're, we're get, be, we're give, we're being given a gift. Yeah. I mean, like I always put relation, like I'm, I'm going to say relationships and compared to relationships um i've been in several relationships where like i've learned from my relationships and i feel like corona and this whole quarantine is one of the relationships i've learned to understand and be like okay this is going to be my new normal for a while and to kind of you know just be straight on with what i need to do if i need <laughs> If I need to do my classes, I'm going to do them. There's no excuses. I mean, I'm here in my room doing nothing, and I decided to, you know what, I'm going to do my homework because I have to, you know? And I'm doing it fully. I'm not just half-passing it. I'm literally taking 40 uh, to an hour to, uh, like, finish one assignment. And it's crazy, you know? And I feel like this corona pandemic is like a whole lesson to me yeah about yourself yeah exactly because you know what this was you mm -hmm. this has been who you were you just didn't stop to hear that it was and i'll bet when you were playing video games that focus is the exact same focus mechanism that you're using yeah you're just putting it over there yeah, putting it online. Yeah, and into art. So exactly, I'm kind of I'm, I'm doing that. Considering art too, like I mean, <laughs> photography is art, so I'm kind of into art right now a lot. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Destiny? Do you want to say anything? No. All right. Everything's been well said. Yeah, thank you for being in the audience. And uh, how we close these is with the clapping out. Yes, well done. Hey, thanks for listening. We're really glad you tuned in. If you liked this, please subscribe, share, and also if you want to be a part of it, just send me an email, mora at offthewallgraffiti.org or hit us up on any of the socials. And I want to do an extra special shout out to Luciano West, who created that amazing theme song. He came over to the house one day, dropped some beats, Avery McCarthy got on bass, and I got on the spray cans, and we made that beat. 
I think it's awesome. I hope you like it. And yeah, listen up. Let's do more of these. <laughs>